I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context and visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com and make sure you listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And Stephanie's laughing at my intro <laughs> like she always does. Just loves to watch you. Do it with such gusto. So what's on the menu for today? So we're going to talk a little bit about garden theater. Um, we're going to talk about you know, I forget what the uh, restaurant group has. Maria Enzo's, Enzo's Hideaway, and uh, Pizza. Landry's? No, no, we're gonna have to look it up. Uh, we're gonna talk about that. Those three uh, restaurant, Pizza Ponte, isn't it? Pizza Ponte. Uh, though Maria and Enzo's, Enzo's Hideaway, and Pizza Ponte, they're all at Disney Springs. Uh, I have my favorites out of those because I now tried all three of them. You've tried just one of them mm, yeah just one of them uh so we'll talk about that we're going to talk about all you can eat sushi in orlando Blech. uh and then we're going to talk about vineland point which is pretty close to where we're recording right now so uh we're going to talk about a few things uh about vineland point and what's coming to vineland point so let's talk about garden theater. Uh, Stephanie was like, I want to talk about. We just, I just wanted to like touch upon uh, the last show that we saw because we kind of did just kind of like a quick little um, interview, like during intermission, like our initial thoughts on the show. Uh, we went to see uh, the legend of Georgia McBride probably what? Three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, it was the. Weekend. I loved that show. It was really good. And Stephanie does not generally like theater, theater or musicals. Which it wasn't a musical; it was a theater. There were but songs. But there were some songs. There were songs. And there were, but it was, it was live guitar playing, which I loved. It was not. It's that's not considered a musical. It but was it very adult themed. Lots of swearing, right up my alley. Um, so funny. It was. I very loved good. it. It was very good. So I just wanted to give a shout out to them and say that you guys were awesome. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was awesome. And then we're getting um, pumped up for our next um, show, which is 1984. And that is uh, March 1st and it goes till March 17th. So make sure you head over to uh, gardentheater.org to go purchase your tickets. We of course will be there uh, opening night on March the 1st. We're very excited uh, so stay tuned for more information about 1984, but we just wanted to remind you guys to go over and purchase your tickets. Uh, so Maria and Enzo's, Enzo's a Hideaway, and Pizza Ponte. Pizza Ponte. So Stephanie and I have both been to Pizza Ponte. <laughs> That's where I ate my first cannoli. See, I don't know why you... Had you tried it before? Cannolis? No, I never had a cannoli. I don't know why. I just... I think generally because I don't like things that have custard in them. I'm not like... I don't like that. But I saw it and I was like, oh, it looks good. So let me try it. And it was delicious. Their uh, pizza is Sicilian style, which... They we, have square and round. Correct. Yeah. But 
there the description says uh sicilian style so so this is kind of like a walk-up um pizza counter where you can just get a little bit of quick service pizza it's connected to maria and enzo's which maria and enzo's what did it used to be was that BET? that used to be the bet club so back in the day as you walk in you kind of walk the check-in desk is in a small little room and then beyond the check-in desk you enter this large kind of almost very grand room, room with and you have to go down the stairs like yeah. right or left there's like a grand stairway it's down to the bottom two stories and the wall opposite that you come in straight ahead from you is uh floor-to-ceiling windows that overlook the water it's a nice view the the, uh, water of excuse me of uh disney springs the lake that disney springs is on it's an it's a nice it's themed um i I still have visions of myself rolling in there as an early adolescent bouncing to i never rap music i wouldn't because it was laid out just the same way like when you came in the club it was just like the same and I miss it. I miss uh, Pleasure Island. I never went to BET. Never? Not once? Mm-mm. Because you weren't black enough for that. Oh, great. Thanks. I thought you were black enough. I just never did. Well, Mr. Chance. So the... I believe it also has a theme of travel, like an airport. Like if you see like uh, there's some wording on and it says like departures, gate A, gate B. And then there's some uh, like Art Deco that kind of um, has like planes and stuff on it. And I feel like the the staff that works there, they kind of look like flight attendants a little bit. Like there are costumes. Yeah, it's a it's you can see like gate numbers on some of the walls. So they're theming it like a like an airport. Yeah. Terminal. And it's it's a nice. So I went there with my sister uh and i had the gnocchi and it was good it's not my favorite though my favorite out of these three is uh enzo's hideaway which is kind of under that bridge that goes from what we used to call the west side to pleasure island which is i don't even know what the official names are now it's kind of like near plano hollywood a little bit but if you just go right under pizza ponte that's where it is pizza ponte a pizza pie <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, the these three <laughs> restaurants, Marina Enzo's, Pizza Ponte, and uh, Enzo's, are owned by the Patina Restaurant Group. They also uh, do Mer- uh, Morimoto Asia as well as uh, the Edison. So, oh, I didn't know that. Marina Enzo's is right next to the Edison. So that kind of gives you a frame of reference. And Enzo's Hideaway is not very far. I like Enzo's Hideaway better than Maria and Enzo's. Uh, I like the bar in Enzo's Hideaway a little bit better. Uh, the food I've had at Enzo's Hideaway to me was better, even though I'm basing this on kind of only one visit to Maria and Enzo's. Uh, I've been to Mar- Enzo's Hideaway a few times. But I think enzo's hideaway is good is my preference of the two sit-down restaurants the quick service of pizza ponte uh (laughs) stephanie's gonna go a coughing fit i think that the food at pizza ponte is really good yeah the pizza's good the cannolis are good they have a bunch of weird like um like european sodas too italian sodas yeah same thing because it's italian food italian sodas oh my god whatever it may be 
Anyway, go check out, definitely check out Pisa Ponte and then my recommendations, Enzo's Hideaway. Head over to Maria and Enzo's and just say you want to peek in. I mean, eat there too, but really just go see what it looks like because it's really quite pretty when you go in there and look. And it's impressive because it's, you know, two stories. Uh, it gives me a, a, like a ratatouille floor. vibe. It's, yeah, I you mean, know? It's, it's like it's art deco it's it's nice the black and white checkered floor with the drippy candles and drippy candles yeah you know well that's not what they have that i get okay Mm. yes okay maybe i maybe i need to take another look i don't know i looked once that was what i have on my mind no no i can see where you get that kind of yeah it could be a little darker. I didn't think yeah. that they did their lighting as well as they could have in Maria and Enzo's. Um, there's too much lighting, in my opinion. It needs to be a little bit dimmer. Just a little bit. A little more romantic. But Maria Enzo's hideaway is kind of that more darker, intimate setting. Yeah. And they have an, something that's interesting. They have a community table. So if you don't want to, s- if the bar is full, they have this really long table, which I'm sure that they use for uh, groups if they have a huge, huge Where? group. Where? Which one? Enzo's Hideaway. Oh, okay. Uh, but they have this like community table. So if the bar is full, they offer, and you don't want to wait for a table, you can sit at the community table. I guess you would just sit across from each other mm. at the community table. But I think that they open it up similar to how they would open up the bar to first come, first serve, uh, which is kind of unique. That's that they nice. Have that. Yeah, it's nice. Maybe you chit chat up with some other couples or uh, some other folks on vacation. The Patina Group also does uh, Tudo Italia Restaurante. A Restaurante. And uh, Via Napoli uh, Restaurante Pizzeria. A Pizzeria. Uh, at Epcot, which. Uh, Via Napoli. Do you like Via Napoli? No. Well, I love Via Napoli. Sure don't. Well, I love it. That pizza is no, crap. it's not. It is not, especially compared to Pizza Ponte. <laughs> it is not crap. That pizza is so good. Well, let's just. Do you say know that they bring the water in from like Pennsylvania uh, or something? Blah blah blah. Because blah. it has the same mineral content as uh, the water in Italy. So. Well, all the pizza I had in Pennsylvania is way better than that, and really? that's in Pennsylvania. Okay. No, I think it's just because it's like classic pizza and I'm, you know, I like crap she food. She likes it American. So th- it's like pizza. very little sauce and very little cheese. So it's not, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even call it pizza, honestly. I love uh, Via Napoli, which I'm murdering the name. I'm sure the pronunciation. Uh, and then Tutto Italia has a good, the, their little bar off of Tutto Italia is really cute. It's like kind of like... I ate there once before. Okay. But I just had pasta. I mean, pasta's pasta to me. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, not so much, but okay. <laughs> uh, but I like Via, Via Napoli. But I'm just mentioning it because the Patina Group owns those as well inside of Epcot. Yeah. And because that's like a third party? S- yeah. Some people don't know this, but a lot of the food at Epcot is yeah. third party. Yeah. Uh, that it's in the uh, World Showcase and the Italian restaurant. I had no idea they were all connected. There you go. All you have to do is look at patinagroup.com and you'll see all these. And they have restaurants uh, in New York. Oh, wow. Lots of restaurants. Holy crap. They have the the rink at Rockefeller Center is theirs. I guess they manage the uh, ice skating experience there. Oh, wow. These are some rich people. <laughs> 
She's drunk off her hot toddy she had a few <laughs> minutes ago. Just cut me a break. Anyway, so Patina Group, but uh, Enzo's Hideaway for sure. And then definitely, definitely, you need to go try out Pizza Ponte. A Pizza Ponte. All right, what's next on the list? All You Can Eat Sushi? Oh, yeah, All You Can Eat Sushi. I'm out for this one, too. I hate sushi. I mean... I can't, I can't, I won't say that I hate sushi because I've never tasted sushi, but I do not want to eat raw fish. Okay. And it's too many textures in my mouth. Okay. So anyway. Slimy fish. So my experience with all you can eat sushi and why like I have a thing for it is because I lived uh, in Brazil for a year and I lived in Sao Paulo and Sao Paulo has the, um, second largest population of japanese people outside of japan which so the sushi places there were legit yeah i think so and uh there was lots of them all over the place and generally when you go to i wouldn't even think that like honestly i would not have thought that lots of people are surprised when they hear that all i think about is rice and beans and latin food no but there's a lot of latin food but uh lots of japanese restaurants Mm. (laughs) so when you go to a Japanese restaurant in uh, Brazil, it's called Hodigio, uh, and generally it's Hodigio style. You could have a Hodigio. What does Hodigio mean? Hodigio, I don't know what the actual definition of it is, but to me in the food world in Brazil, it means you're going to get all you can eat. So you okay. could go to a pizza place that's Hodigio. So it's kind of like hibachi here. When you say hibachi here, you know what hibachi is going to be. You're right. It's going to be an experience at the table. Yes. Hodigio is going to be you sit down at your table and it's not a buffet. Yeah. But you're going to get all you could care to eat brought to your table. Okay. So like in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, uh, I've been to a Hodigio pizza place where you sit and they bring. Oh, so it's not limited to the. It's not limited to the. No, it's just the the style of Mm. service. I wonder why America doesn't have that because we're fat. I know. And we don't want to even get up to go to the buffet. We just want to sit and be fed. I know. Imagine. We should start that business here. It would take off like crazy. Imagine like going to a place and getting good pizza brought to your table. Just endless copious amounts. Like like they, they, we went for, I think it was Alini's birthday. I don't remember whose birthday. It was somebody's birthday. And so we went to a Hodigio pizza place because, you know, Alini loves pizza. It's one of our (laughs) friends from Brazil. And so, uh, we go to this place and they're just carrying around pies of pizza all around the restaurant. And so when you see the flavor or the kind that you want, you kind of wave them down or they come to your table. It's the same idea as if you go to a Brazilian steakhouse and they, I don't, have you been? No, but you know where they just slice off the meat. Yeah. They slice off the meats to you. It's the same idea, except they're bringing around different types Hmm. of food. Like for instance, pizza. So, the the Japanese food for the I I've never been to a Japanese sit down restaurant in Brazil that was just a la carte and you just ordered based on price. It's always been the Hodigio price, yeah. Or maybe that's just the fatty experience that I've <laughs> I always had. Anyway, you go to a Japanese place in Sao Paulo or in Brazil. You sit down. The waiter comes. He'll kind of like. You, all of them are pretty much the same of what you what you're gonna get, and you don't get just sushi, but you get like grilled salmon, 
uh, grilled mushrooms. Can you just order by roll? Like, I just want a California roll? Or I yeah, just you could do that if you want to. Roll. You could get specific with him if you want. But he goes down the list of everything. And eventually I got to understand, like, what they were saying. So I could kind of communicate to what we did or didn't want. Uh, but he goes down the list and confirms that you want all that. And he takes your drink order. And then they just start bringing the food. So... The sushi kind of comes out last. You're going to get like uh, mushrooms, like I think maybe miso soup sometimes. Uh, you're going to get salmon. Um, you get gyoza, which is like the dumplings. All this stuff starts coming out. And you can reorder that as much as you want. So if you wanted more salmon, you can order more of the grilled salmon. Man, why don't we have that here? If you wanted more gyoza, you could order more of the gyoza, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then the sushi finally comes. And if it's like, if there's four people at your table, they're going to bring a huge platter of the sushi all in one. And then you just start sharing. Yeah. Then if you want more of something, you just ask more of something. So anyway, that's the idea of all you can eat sushi. And this sushi is really good quality for the places I've been to. And it for not not a crazy amount of money so anyway that's my experience in brazil so when i came back to the u.s i was like do we have all you can eat sushi places here in the u.s and specifically obviously in orlando because we're here in orlando so i have been of course we have the the only place i've been to is like a regular buffet that has sushi included but that means the sushi is garbage because correct It's like one of those situations where really all the food is garbage, kind of like these quick eats and uh, I don't know if I'd eat that sushi. So that's what I was going to say. So there are Asian buffets in town in Orlando, many of them, several of them here in the attractions area that have all you can eat, whatever, you know, buffet. And the buffet includes a portion of the buffet includes sushi. That sushi Mm -mm. it's just not that great so i have been to two places now in orlando that offer all you can eat sushi but it's brought to you while you're sitting at the table so basically it's made fresh um the first place i've been to is iziban sushi which is uh at 1700 sand lake road uh, it is also Korean barbecue, which is something I know that you want to try, Steph. Yes. And Korea. I want that. Korean barbecue is uh, they you order certain meats. They bring. Where's that? Is that is that over near where I work? It kind of. It's over between where you work and Sand Lake, or excuse me, and um, Florida Mall. I okay. think it's closer over to Florida Mall. And they'll bring the raw meat to the table, and then there's a cooktop built into your table so you cook the food right Mm -hmm. there in front of you and it's all you can eat of the korean barbecue so all the meats that you want brought out Uh, in addition there's a sushi menu as well so i've had that i think there uh i was more focused on the meat and you know grilling it at the table and cooking it yourself i it's been a few years that i've been there but i would definitely return i think it's a cool experience to do so I recommend that. And I think for lunch price, it was like 24-ish. It's not bad. So, yeah. Did they give bad. you as much meat as you want to cook? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. I want shrimp too, though. 
we'll have to i would have to look we'd have to look and see so the place that i went to in january which i had been hearing about this place for a while and i whenever i looked it up it always seemed to kind of get mixed reviews so i wasn't like a hundred percent sure like should i go there should i not so i decided uh to go there in january and this place is called sukihana it is in hunter's creek area it's at uh, 4060 town center boulevard and this place is kind of in line to more what I was thinking uh, in Brazil. So when you sit down, they give you like this paper printout and it has the full menu there and has little lines next to each menu item. So you can write how many of each thing that you want. So you kind of create your own That's nice. menu and you put how many. And it does. It has the gyoza. It has the grilled salmon. It has uh, the miso soup, et cetera, et cetera. And then it has a whole side. So there's one part, excuse me, there's one part from the kitchen and then there's one part from the sushi bar. Uh, and then uh, you can um, order as many times as you'd like in your one sitting. And it's twenty two ninety five, I think, per person, which I think is a really good deal. That's lunch price or dinner price? That was dinner price. Oh, that's not bad at all. And 22? so they take the sheet back and then they make your order. And, uh, I mean, I see, saw the guys working there at the sushi bar. So they're making it fresh. They're making it made to order. Whereas if you go to an Asian buffet and you're trying to do that, my experience have been sometimes they'll make it and then they won't, it'll run out and yeah. they won't make it for like another hour or something, or you don't even or get to see go, the item. The, I've, the ones I've been to, they just have it already out and it's like been sitting there the whole time I've been at the restaurant. It's like, how long yeah. has it been sitting there? Yeah. So I definitely recommend, uh, Sukihana. They, um, also have the regular menu that you can order from. So you don't have to do the, all you can eat experience. They have a regular menu. Um, I think the quality That's nice. Cause you know, sometimes if you go, if you're dining with other people, some people aren't all you can eat people. Right. And uh, that way you can still dine with them. I think that there's sashimi on there, which on the all you can eat menu and sashimi is just the raw fish Mm -hmm. that you just eat. Um, That can be get very expensive when you're ordering sashimi. So that in itself, like you could just go to town on the sushi rolls and the sashimi and you would get your money's worth for sure. So I highly recommend it. Go check it out if you're looking for all you care to eat, but you don't want to go to a buffet style place. Uh, if you check just want to be fat and sit stationary and have people serve you. Exactly. And I also was concerned like that. I, I think I at one point I had read, oh, well, they don't come around enough so you can do your second or third rounds. That was not a problem. I don't think that they were overly friendly, but they were very attentive. That's good. So, you know, always doing refills on drinks. And then uh, when I, we were ready to make our other orders, they were right back around uh, and it was not a problem. They just give you a fresh sheet to fill out a new sheet for your order. Anyway, a nice experience. Not the quality, I would say, that I had in Brazil, but it was good quality. And, uh, I, yeah, definitely go check it out. If you have a recommendation for me, not necessarily for Stephanie, but if you have a sushi place recommendation, let me know because I love sushi. Do they have kids sushi there? I know sometimes I've kids seen sushi. 
Um, like at a sushi place, they'll have kids stuff. They'll have like peanut butter and jelly rolls. I didn't see. You it. know, like something fun that a kid would eat. Yeah, I didn't see that. No. I know some. I want to do sometime. Uh, what is it? The uh, cowfish at uh, Universal. Mm-hmm. They have like they have hamburger ones, don't like, they? Yeah, they have hamburger ones. I want to try that just for fun and see how that is. I hear it's good. Somebody talked about that. I don't know if it was crystal. So it would be like rice and ground beef. I guess. Hmm. I haven't even seen pictures of what their food looks like at Cowfish, but I do want to go over we there and check try that it. out sometime. So anyway, just send me your sushi suggestions. Anyway, so uh, Vineland Point. So we live in pretty close proximity to Vineland Point. Uh, we have a Lucky's Market. I am pumped about this area. It's awesome. So I've been living in this area for 10 plus years. And for the first eight or nine of those, there was like nothing. We here. had to go to Hunter's Creek. Like Loop. literally nothing. Not even like, I think the only thing that used to be here was like the Publix, the McDonald's and the Walgreens. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else. No shopping. Right. No grocery. Well, other than Publix, no groceries. Like no fast food. No, nothing. We had to go to the Loop. We had to go to Warner Garden Village, and now all that stuff is coming here to Thank us. Thank God. So I don't want to go anywhere else. Lucky's Market is here, and it finally opened. And it's it opened. It opened quick. And the, they were they were gonna they the said the sign said spring. Yeah, of 2019, but it's not spring yet. It feels like it's spring, but yeah. it's hot enough to be spring, but it's not spring yet. But anyway, Lucky's Market is uh, open. They opened Wednesday. Today's the 10th, 9th. Eight, so the sixth was the Wednesday or something like that. No. So they're open, they're open, open, open. Uh, Chipotle is going to open in Violin Point as well, which I like Chipotle because I yeah. think because I don't like Chipotle. You can, you can like, you can. I could probably like Chipotle if I had to. You could work Chipotle into a, a yeah, healthy diet. For sure, that's why I like Chipotle. And I could do a bowl there and, and make it to two meals. Yeah. Um, Panda Express is coming. I'm not necessarily a fan, but in case you are Something a fan, uh, a little known fact that I didn't know, but our friend uh, Ron, we used to have a Panda Express all uh, you can eat buffet. buffet in Orlando. They Must shut, have been. They shut that shit down. Probably because Ron put them out of business. Where was it? <laughs> I forget. Um, I think maybe on International somewhere. somewhere yeah. yeah, I never went to it. I never did. I don't like. I don't like that food at all. My favorite thing there is their orange chicken. Mm. But. Yeah, I could do without Pan Express, but today when I was at Lucky's Mark, or yesterday when I was at Lucky's, today, no, it was today, I stopped by Five Below, because there's a Five Below at Violent Point. I saw the sign for Pan Express. I'm just like texting, or Stephanie texts me, whenever <laughs> we see a new sign pop up, we text I remember I nearly wrecked the car when I saw the Lucky's Market <laughs> sign. I was like, holy shit, Lucky's Market! <laughs> well, supposedly that Lucky's Market would might have gone into um, Celebration. Oh, but then I, I guess that uh, they didn't think that Celebration had enough of, of a population. But Celebration needs another grocery store other than that damn Publix. <laughs> I'm so I'm done with Publix. I'll still go there, but I'm done with them. That's harsh, man. I agree. I, I just hate grocery shopping, period. I, I would like to get in a situation where I can have my stuff delivered. Well, Lucky's delivers. I know. And Publix does now, too. So if I could just get my... The problem is, is that I am the way my work schedule is like I need groceries different times. It's not like on Sunday I'm going to place my order for the week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I have to cook on different days of the week. So 
it's a little bit hard for me to get yeah, everything you could do it like you could the one place that i w- would like to deliver now is sam's club oh yeah that would be awesome i wonder if postmates would deliver from sam's know. club yeah Anyway, uh, Mod Pizza's coming. M O D Mod. I pr- I'm I'm pretty sure that it's open. I drove past. Oh, it's open. No, no, in no the I'm sorry. I saw people. I said it's in coming, there. but it is open. It's definitely open. So what's Mod? Because P- Stephanie, I it's had like Stephanie a, look up. Mod they pizza. say it's an artisan pizza place, so it's like Blaze or like a Chipotle for pizza, where you would start at the beginning of the line and you tell them everything you want on the pizza, and it goes down the line and into the. And didn't fire. they call themselves the original? Yeah, of they this said style? they are the original artisan pizza. Mm. So we'll see. I mm. don't know. You know, to me, it's all. I about would like to taste it just to see how it is. Oh, we're gonna Blaze. taste it. Yeah. We just haven't been there yet. Yeah. Um. And the difference is, though, they say that the same price, no matter how many toppings. Which is the same at Blaze. It's no, it's cheaper if you get a cheese pizza than if you get toppings. Yeah, but I'm sure that Mod has the same thing. Like they might ha- sell a, a cheaper cheese pizza if you're really just gonna get cheese. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. but Blaze is like t- I think Blaze is such a deal. Ten bucks and you can get whatever you want. You could get every single thing on that line on and your. And there's a pizza. lot of proteins. They have. Um, I know. Chicken and. And they have good cheeses. Yeah. Like they have the fresh, fresh mozzarella. They have goat. The they have everything. Chunky cheeses. Chunky cheese. The weird smelling cheeses. Oh my gosh! <coughs> uh, we have to go to Bond Pizza just to compare it. Yeah. You know the thing that because uh, there's uh, also the Pizza Press. Have you been to the Pizza Press? Which I is did not like the Pizza Press. So I think that the thing the wh- I didn't like the taste of the crust. Exactly. The so the thing that changes I think between like Blaze and Pizza Press, and I'm sure Mod Pizza as well, is the crust. How does the the crust taste? I thought the crust was dry and taste less. <laughs> I guess she doesn't like the pizza press. It uh, could have been the it could have been the um the sauce too. I feel like the sauce plays an important could. role in pizza. It could. I prefer Blaze crust over the pizza press. Yes, of course. Uh, so uh out of the build your own so far out of the build your own pizzas, um I really like uh blaze so i'm curious we're gonna to have try to do mod. a follow-up with mod maybe we could go over yeah. uh, sometime in the near future yeah we need to go for over lunch there. or something um so that's a nice option oh and then rita's is coming rita's ice mm. i've never been to rita's ice i don't think i have either but it's it's italian ice it's like ice it's kind of like that place that we went to um at the food truck you know it's like ice cream mixed mm-hmm. with italian ice ish i got you Mm-hmm. so different flavors so the one of the most exciting things that's coming to violin point i think it's in the third phase because i think there's three phases so i think we're in the first phase yeah i'm not sure what's going into the second phase which is across this directly across the street um from the first phase and then there's another one on the other side of um i4 no what's the name of that street the name of the street that Vineland Point. Oh, Turkey on. Lake. No, the other one. Oh, I don't know. Remember the one that has the bridge over I four? Oh, uh, Daryl Carter. Daryl Carter. Daryl Carter. 
Uh, we love Daryl Crowder because we can hop right over oh, I-4. Oh, that road has been a heaven sent. Ever since that came into our lives, you can hop right over I-4 and we can be in Dr. Phillips. I want to live on Ruby Lake. I want one of those Ruby Lake townhomes so bad. I know. Every time I pass them, I'm like, I want to live there. I want to, in fact, I need to put Ruby Lake townhome on my vision board. It's like 400,000. I want that. But Ruby Lake is a good location. <sighs> For so sure. beautiful and now with that other o-town o- west is coming this place is gonna be hopping yeah it's gonna mm. be like it's gonna be like la mm. places that used to take us two minutes to get to <laughs> and take us t- 30 minutes <laughs> anyway but with the daryl carter we can be in dr daryl carter we can be in dr phillips in like five minutes it's yep. nice anyway so uh across from uh the first phase uh on the other side of Daryl 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 Carter, uh, they are going to be putting in an Alamo Draft House movie theater, which initially I was underwhelmed with because Orlando, quite frankly, is flooded with these upscale movie theaters. Like at first it was cool, but now it's like the norm here to go into a theater and have like a fully reclinable seat and a bar and a full menu, blah blah blah. But we watched some YouTubes on this, our co- uh, YouTube videos. So tell us what makes Alamo Drafthouse different. <laughs> well, the CEO, he was kind of lame with his description, but basically he describes it as a place for people who are avid moviegoers, like for people who really appreciate the cinema. Because, you know, in today's day and age, we just get online and we're like taking shit from like, we're what do you call it? When pirating. You're pirating stuff. Like from Showbox and like watching it before it even comes out on DVD. And I think some people think that that takes away from the quality of the film as far as like the way that it's presented and the sound quality, the picture quality, and as far as paying, you know, paying the people that are making these films Mm -hmm. by paying for your ticket. And it seems like they want to make, the movie experience a little better so it seems like they have like theme nights uh themed menus to go along with the movie and they have a really awesome rule and no talking and no texting and they and they will kick your ass serious about it so go on the youtube and look for just google it and they have youtube videos of (laughs) voicemails that angry customers have left yeah because they were mad that they got kicked out for texting and or talking i think that rule is great i i think so too i'm really curious to see how they implement i want to know how they enforce it though i mean they must and i need to know what their policy on children is because you know i've gotten in quite a few fights with people in the movie theater over children well that has to fall into line with No uh, no talking yeah I mean, if I just feel like if it's a rated R movie, why is there a baby in here? I feel like if there's a PG movie, yeah. why is there a baby in here? But anyway, uh, one of the other things that I saw on their website or the YouTube thing was uh, every year. So they have locations all over the U.S. and they every year they do a Jaws um, event where everybody sits in an inner tube in like a <laughs> lake and they have a big blow up um, screen a screen that they project Jaws onto and you just like sit in this lake in the dark watching Jaws <laughs> that that really enhances the movie for me I think that would be cool well, that would be fun um, and then other th- things I saw there were basically like performers at the front of the um, before the movie like performers mm-hmm 
Uh, I think they were doing Black Panther, and then they had like all drummers these like, ethnic the drummers and yeah. stuff. It just it seems like they're trying to create experiences. Yeah, and it's um, less. I mean, it's just it's more about the experience, and it brings back to the fact of movies being something important. I feel like over the past couple years. With, especially with Netflix. Movies I mean, have been dumbed down, yes. With Netflix and pirating movies, and Movies are Showbox. going straight to Netflix now. Yeah. yeah. So movies are kind of getting washed away as a, you know, as an event, as a an, outing. an art form, actually. Yeah. So I think that Alamo Drafthouse is trying to bring us back And the, p- the pictures movies. of the theaters that we've seen are, are pretty. So I'm yeah. hoping that we get a nice, pretty... Uh, theater with a nice bar and just but i like like you said i'm excited to see how the no texting no talking goes because in our environment here we are full of tourists and that means people coming from all cultures right. all backgrounds and they are not you know sometimes people don't know the rules right it's gonna and be that's understandable it's gonna be really interesting so. how they because they're gonna need to follow that rule to stay on brand for their company and i'm sure that it's going to be a rule that it doesn't matter where they're located they're going to care about it because it's part yeah. of the, co- the culture and i hope But i can see where that would bring difficulty like how do you give proper customer service because people like that they don't think that way like if they if they pulled someone out of here and said i'm sorry you can't call talk or text uh we're kicking you out they they just become irate you know they don't think like well they're just trying to preserve the experience, the experience for everyone for else because people like that are selfish so they're not going to think that way right but at the end of the day that's what they're trying to do provide customer service for the people that really want to see and listen and pay attention to the movie that's right so anyway some uh exciting stuff happening at Vineland Point and I'm looking forward to I mean there's lots of shops in the first phase that Hell don't yeah. they don't have um that don't have signs yet so, so we no, more to come we don't know I know there is a freaking Disney gifts store which Ugh, is you garbage. know not actually Disney it's a seller that's gonna put out trash trash uh gifts you know a gift shop I don't think a gift shop should be going in there no I don't either but there's enough of those. Hopefully, you know, a month or two will go past and they realize that that person isn't going to pay the rent or <laughs> they can get somebody who will pay more. Anyway, so uh, stay tuned for more. Of course, we'll continue to have upla- updates on both Violin Point and O-Town West because O-Town West is going to be on the other side of I-4 from where Violin Point is. So there is definitely a lot of growth here. In be- it's really it's in between in case you're not familiar it's in between uh universal and disney i would say along yeah. I f- along i4 and it's a great area to be like if you're coming here on vacation and you're just you know sometimes you have those relaxed days where you maybe haven't purchased tickets to do anything the outlets are right the outlets there. are right there it's a nice chill spot there's you, there's a nice big track like a walking not a track but a walking path around the outlets you know it's a nice little area to just chill for sure definitely okay guys well thank you for joining us for episode 31 
Uh, make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context and visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. And make sure you listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And until next time, bye. bye. bye.